Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, breathwork coach, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friend, let's start off. been doing a lot of 426, 478, box breathing, just one breath, but I want to do like a cyclic sigh. Uh, it's going to be challenging for me to kind of guide it and speak at the same time. So I think I'm just going to kind of introduce what it is and then I'm just going to breathe and then just follow along with me. So it's going to look like a big inhale and we can do all this through the mouth because this is a little bit more of an intense, you know, holotropic-ish breath work. So we're going to inhale through the mouth and a nice expansive one in through the belly. The belly is going to go outwards like a water balloon. So big belly and then one more and then out. So you see, it's like you basically try to, the first inhale is as big as you can get it in your belly. Big, big, big belly, big belly, big belly. And then you stop. And then there's a little kind of reserve amount of air in the chest. And so it's going to go out. And then the second sip is going to go up. And then it's kind of like the euphoric breathing style that we that we practice. But this one, it's a, it's a little bit more, it's, a little, it's sharper. So it's a really big first inhale. And then a sharp inhale after that, like a little sip, and then out. And we're going to do it fast on the exhale. So, so that's going to be the rhythm. I say let's do that like six times. Why not? Why not? If you're driving, maybe don't do this when you're driving. Take a beat, come back. I think preferably this is probably safest to be sitting down in a chair, lying down, or whatever whatever feels comfortable for you but as we do deep expansive breathing and with those kind of sharp breaths as well uh and it's like a longer inhale and a shorter exhale that is really what it's doing is decreasing the co2 in the body and like we get a little lightheaded like you'll you'll feel it you'll feel it if you go deep and expand those diaphragmatic muscles which are so beautiful you'll feel it so let's take a moment to ground ourselves (sighs) and let's begin Let's start with an exhale. Everything out through the mouth in three, two, one. And again, just follow along with my breath. In three, two, one, let's go. One more. crazy man gosh it's <laughs> crazy yeah <laughs> i feel it i feel it it's the beauty of it man we can totally change our state by simply taking those like breathing it's crazy man ah oh, it's crazy i love it i love it so again those are that was six breaths if you really went for it and you really expanded and brought a vitality and an intensity to that exercise you, f- you feel it. You feel it. There's a, there's a high. You're feeling a little high, man. Imagine doing that for 45 minutes. It's crazy, bro, what you will unlock. It's crazy. All right, I'm just, I'm, I'm geeking out. I'm geeking out. I'm geeking out. All right, so, uh, what's up, man? I guess last time, because I didn't post anything on Monday, because we visited my sister at IUP, and it was cool. It was really cool. We had a really great Saturday. 
we did bar I did the first time I ever did bar which was really great a lot of core stabilizers uh, stretching it was very yoga but a little bit more power in a way and it was it was just great it was great got the blood pumping and then we went to a coffee bar or coffee yeah coffee joint I did some homework did some work did some reading and then went to a candle shop did some resting and then hung out with some friends and then watched Becky's tournament on Sunday and it's so cool man it's really it's really been such a joy yeah, I really get to tap into my older brother vibes where you know you see your, your little sister grow up and now you know being an adult still weird still weird but you know she's she's a leader now you know and she's she's it's amazing to watch and it's amazing to see just the progression and growth you know when you're with someone and you really some i don't know you just you know what people have been through sometimes and then you see them just rise and and, and be this light in the world but you know it hasn't always been that, you know, and I think it allows me because sometimes I'll look around and you th and we think people that we know are just strangers that we that we don't know, and we think life is perfect because they're vibrating at a certain frequency at this particular time. But I feel like I've just seen too many experiences of of you see the I've seen the whole story, and I see how things are when when times are tough and times do get tough. And I just have more empathy for everyone, man. And I really, it's, it's been really helpful just omitting the judgment where it's not even an impulse anymore as it used to be when I was younger and unconscious and, and dealing with my own stuff. So it's just, it was just a real treat, you know, watching the sister hoop out, you know, on the volleyball court. She's, she's great, man. She's great. And then this week, uh, rehearsals were finally in full swing, getting into full costume. We got our first, you know, Tech week starts on Sunday, so we're doing our cues, and then we're running through the whole show with costumes, and then tech week next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then opening night Friday, March 8th, grab your tickets, the Great American Trailer Park Musical, it's going to be fun, man, it's going to be a lot of fun, so that's really exciting, uh, work has been alright, you know, it has its ebbs and flows, I think I made $3.25 on Tuesday, <laughs> which... I don't usually talk about money on here very often. That could be a whole episode on its own. But it, uh, you know, when you, I always try to sit with the emotions. You know, some days you do really well, some days you don't as a server, you know, at your restaurant, depending on if you're a big chain, small chain. And everything serves. Like, whatever emotion comes through, I really try to honor it. And because the, sometimes the quote-unquote negative emotions can propel and fuel something really beautiful to that, 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 that is about to be created that w would be sedentary had you're you just if you're just in this kind of mellow chilled out state all the time so i really i honor those powerful emotions and you never know what it can create but it's still hard it's still challenging and i don't i'm at the point where i don't deny you know the, the challenges of life you know i really try to feel it and ride it but uh not let it take control of my life you know to the to the excess but yeah so work's been cool oh i met this one this woman who told me about this jazz festival which is really cool so definitely want to see some more live music definitely when i make it out to la like i want to start going out more and 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 connecting with small you know small businesses for sure but also like live musicians support local artists you know i'm just i think i think i've been I, i'd love to do more of that live and really be in that energy i think i've, I've almost re removed myself because i don't drink you know like i used to and uh that those were a pair you know live music going out listening to music clubs was paired with alcohol and you totally don't have to 
be drunk to go out and listen to music you know what i'm saying so i'm ready to get back into that space and i think that jazz festival is gonna be really cool and i actually it, it opens right before i go down to la to, to visit so i'm really excited about that that's cool and then i uh, did a rehearsal for the great american trailer parks last night and uh, there was a new woman who was help running lines and she's gonna help with the production of the show and uh, she said i look like jacob Elordi, which was cool <laughs> i definitely don't think i look like him per se but i think with my costume on and just the state i was in i definitely channeled that energy and i think it was it was cool so i just i love the look man if you guys are able to check it out uh, if you're in the PA area, it's going to be so much fun. And I just, it's, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a cowboy, man. I'm a Southern boy. And I love it. I love that energy, man. And the cowboy boots, the cowboy hat. It's it's on, man. It's on. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's been going on. I got a rehearsal. I actually have an audition tonight for a musical, which I've never done before. It's an in-person audition where I got to sing songs. So I'm really excited about that. But I'm feeling pretty good because I know the choreographer and I know... The person, I actually took vocal lessons with the guy who's going to be doing the music for the audition. So it's just cool, man. I love community theater. I love the small networks and the, the connections that you make throughout it. So that's what's up, man. And also teaching the kiddos at the middle school has been a real blessing, real cool. It's really just, I feel like I'm stepping into one leadership, but two, you know, stepping into, I'm, I'm, I am coming up with curriculum. So I'm, I'm using my creativity to come up with ideas to bring everyone together. But also, you know, coming through confrontation and like what works, what doesn't work when kids are goofing off, how do you navigate that? And it's just, it's a real great challenge. And it's definitely a muscle that I want to work because I want to step into more of those spaces, you know what I'm saying? So it's cool, man. I'm just trying to take it one day at a time. Tomorrow when this drops, I'll be watching Dune 2 with, with the pops and my uh, stepmom. So I'm really excited. We booked tickets like a month ago. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to meet all the hype. I think it's going to meet all the hype. I'm definitely riding the Austin Butler wave. I think he's such a soulful, talented individual. And I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Because those experiences is what it's all about, man. Seeing it on the big stage. All right, let's dive into the episode. Enough banter, enough banter. Today's episode, I want to talk about being a fish out of water. The Just a classic, you know, kind of metaphor slash analogy in life is uh you can i'm gonna butcher this i really angie you should have done your homework and like actually gotten the quote but it's kind of like you can take a fish out of water and tell them that it's dumb its whole life or sick or all these things and then um it's gonna believe that and then you put it in the water in its natural state natural environment then it just makes sense (laughs) that was terrible (laughs) thank you thank you thank you thank you that was great. I think there was actually, there's another metaphor that I'm also going to butcher, but I think it also relates very well to this topic. And it's this story of there's a father um, and there's, a, there's, let's say, a son. And the son finds in the attic this really old watch from, like, the 1800s, like, really old. And he goes to his father and he says, like, hey, I found this watch. And, and he's like, what do I do with it? And he's, like, and he's like, you can sell it. Or I think the kid said he wanted to sell it. But anyways, the father was like, wanted him to go to all these different places before he sold the watch and so the kid went to one pawn shop and the uh the pawn guy was like i'll give you i'll give you 100 bucks for the watch or i'll give you 50 bucks for the watch and he's like okay uh thank you because the father told him to try out five different places before you make a decision and then he goes to another spot and the guy's like all right i'll get kid i'll give you 100 bucks i'll give you 100 bucks it's a great deal kid. It's a great deal and he's like all right no thank you i'm i'm, I'm gonna continue looking around but thank you and then he goes to another spot and he's like, oh, wow, this is a great watch, kid. I'll give it $200. $200, you got to steal, man. It's a deal. You got to take it. 
And he's like, oh, no, thank you. And then he goes into another spot, and the guy offers him, like, $20,000 or something, you know, because it was it's vintage, and it's from a time um, that's just deli- – it's just vintage. And the, the moral of the story is <laughs> – like the similar concept right it's it's oh my gosh they articulated it so well and i lost it it's basically you can be like think of you're around certain people and they don't value you so they put a price tag on what you are and who you are and how and how and what your value is but when you're in the right environment with the right people in that right group where they see you for all that you are they see you for Yes, maybe you look old and rusty and all this stuff, but we see your true worth, and you're worth that $20,000 or however much it is, $100,000, right? And it's, it's, it's a way of basically talking about our environment. And I think it's just, it's so unbelievably important because I've experienced it in my life, and I think we, go, we all go through different seasons and different chapters of our life. I'm talking elementary school is one chapter, middle school is another chapter, high school is another chapter, college, if you go to college, is another chapter, Every job that you've worked in your life is a specific chapter. And you're in and in these chapters you're in different environments, in different communities. And these communities have a different energy to it. So maybe you're in a corporate world, you're with corporate friends, maybe you're in a fitness world and you're with fitness friends, maybe you're a teacher and you're with teaching friends, you know, or you're in the culinary school and you're in that stressful environment, right? Who, or you're just with your buddies in high school, and you're with the sports kids, or you're with the blah blah blah. These different, different, different archetypes of people, and you find when you're sometimes. I know for me, when I was younger, and I didn't know who I was and what I aligned with, is you kind of in a group, and you you it's you mask, you mold, you 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 code switch is the word to these different environments, and. You, you technically fit in, you quote unquote fit in, but you never feel like you truly belong because you're not being authentically yourself. You're putting on this mask to participate, to fit in. And I think fitting in and belonging are two drastically different ideas, you know? And I think we can be in environments, whether that's with family or whether that's with friend groups that we're in right now. And I'm sure if we reflect on our lives, we have been in moments where we're with a core group of three friends or five friends or one friend, and that's everything. And, and we talk differently. We move differently. We're into certain music. We're into certain movies. We're into certain books, like any certain activities. Um, and you're in that kind of energy and that kind of world. And then that season, that chapter ends, and you're on to the next one, and you're with a new group of people. And then a lot of times in that transition, you morph into something different right and sometimes that could look like you're with your group you're with your people and it's amazing and then you have to move like you're a kid and you're in a military family and you have to move to a different environment and now you're not with your best friends you're not with your people and you have to find a way and it's really challenging because the environment really challenges you in ways and is trying to mold you and and, and form you to their ways and you can struggle to fit in Right? So you can go from great to not so great. But you can also go from you know, kind of chapter to chapter to chapter of you trying to find yourself, you masking and molding and folding and, 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 and fitting in. And then all it takes is one person or one event or one experience or one yoga class or whatever that is to, to just pique your interest, allow you to step outside, take a different path, and then you find a different people. And then over here, it's like... 
every every breath every word every thought every action people are people are with you and they're listening to you and they're excited and they're and they and and they want to share ideas with you and they're challenging you in ways that provoke emotions and and other ideas that you didn't even think you had in you but there's I think what I'm getting at is the path of least the path of least resistance which is something that Abraham Hicks talks about so if we're in a state if we're in an environment where one I think it's really challenging when we don't know who we are and it's really challenging because we there are the reason why we stay stuck in a group that doesn't necessarily serve us because there are parts that we do enjoy, right? If it's just 100% bad, it's a lot easier to get out of it, but it's never really 100% bad, right? Because there's still love there, and that's what keeps us there. But there is an extent where it's not fully authentically the environment that you want to be in, and you get a taste of what it feels like to be that version of yourself because those people are aligned with it and they're encouraging and, and championing you on and then you have to get sucked back into this world, whether that's out of necessity because you have roommates or because of location or money or whatever that circumstance is, right? That I think it's 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 timeless. I think I think we've all experienced it at some point. You know, like for me when I was plant based, you know, and you're vegan, like like when you when you live a particular identity, I think is and 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 a label, I think it's this is so present for you, you know. And when you're vegan, when you're with a group of other vegans, oh, there's no resistance, right? It's just, it's just love, man. It's just love. And you're speaking the same language. And I think that's such a great way to put it is you are speaking the same language. I think maybe right, like we all speak English, but we're speaking a different language. If I'm in a group of people who are right-winged when I'm left-winged or... I, I that's not my actual position but that's just an example but if you are around a group of people who value vastly different things and see the world through a very different lens then you are you are literally speaking different languages as you talk and communicate and are around each other so if you're if you start finding people who speak the same language vibrate at the same frequency value the same things then there's just this you it all makes sense it all makes sense, and you've you, and, and like that those places, those environments, I think is like the definition of home for me. You know, where there is, I I I think resistance is healthy in many ways. But if you're around people who don't speak your language and you're constantly around that, consumed in that, you are essentially a fish out of water. You have to swim upstream. You're like a salmon trying to swim upstream your whole life, and that's really exhausting. Is what it is really exhausting and you think life is that way and you think that that's normal the fish is out of water and thinks that it's normal to struggle to move to act. I, that's, I don't even know if I like that analogy anymore but it's like you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying and it becomes normalized it's just like sickness like a lot of times our lifestyle informs and creates sickness and there's so many variables that create illness and sickness that I could just rattle that off but we live this lifestyle and we think that the, the way we feel is normal and how life is because we don't know any different, right? We're all living our own experience, creating our own realities, perceiving this reality as, as our own. And it's not until you break free are able to see a different reality, to feel a different reality, to experience different relationships of what feels good, like love, man. Love is, in romantic relationships, a lot of people 
have experienced love and romantic partnerships through this lens of fighting and kind of darkness and 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 you think that's how it should be you think all guys are this way all girls are this way right and it's not until you have one person just shatter that story shatter that belief system and then show you a version of love that is is different and real and possible and stuff that we dream of it's almost like we have these movies that create this expectation this the utmost beautiful like it's what we want it's that trophy life but it feels so far away you know and i think a lot of us actually don't think that's achievable and that's possible but it is you know i think i'm going down a tangent here but it is and i think it's important to open those doors for all of us and realize that a lot of times if we feel stuck like we it what our reality the, the reality that we're living right now doesn't always have to be that way and i think the environment informs so much of it and sometimes that can lead me down a darker path because i can visualize what that beautiful environment looks like you know the nature the being of service around people who are just beaming love and light and if i'm not in that environment currently at this moment it can be a real downgrade and really challenging but i i still believe and i have that vision and i've i've tasted it i've i've been in groups where there is such deep unconditional love and miracles happen bro like you you feel differently there's no shame in dancing there's no shame in speaking your truth in having conversations and playing music and being free right if you're a theater folk and you are you're you carry yourself with this energy of, of play and do and vibrancy and confidence you go out into the world where that's not you're not accepted that way and you're quote unquote and you get labeled as a weirdo right and then you start saying oh I, am i wrong you know we put ourselves there are these different worlds and there's an environment a world that doesn't speak that language and then they label you as wrong and then you internalize we internalize that and then we carry ourselves with that but i think the more we live life the more we experience different groups the more we travel and experience different cultures we realize that everyone kind of has a different way of doing things and then what is the right way of doing things i think the only truth is your truth like truthfully and how you feel and if you honor that truth Again, I think that's real. That's true. And nobody can take that away from you. People can try. They can label you this, label you that. But what feels good for you? And this is where the internal work goes and the journaling goes in. The experimentation comes in of exploring and finding different things and, and trying out different activities, different friend groups, different versions of music, different things that make you feel good. What lifts you up? What charges your batteries? And then what drains you? Who drains you? Becoming very specific and, and really self-actualizing and aware and mindful of yourself. And it's essentially what I'm getting to is know thyself. Socrates, know thyself. And it's so important and so powerful because if you truly know yourself and you're in an environment that doesn't serve that authentic version of yourself, that doesn't share the same values, that doesn't, doesn't speak your language, then you're constant. You, there's almost you're just if you don't know yourself, you're gonna continue to suffer in silence. I think you know what I'm saying. But if you, as you slowly start to know yourself, start to explore, start to feel the freedom of being your true self, 
and then we can slowly start to break free and i think a lot of us might be in chains metaphorically and i think the system doesn't want us to break free you know so it's easy to keep us small to keep us in a fear state but as we continue to know ourselves dive deeper into ourselves explore expand connect find our groups find our tribes find our purpose and passion in this life then we can step in and then we can start manifesting then we can start attracting and just visualize and imagine a world where you're with your people you're with your passion you're with your purpose you're not passion but your purpose and work doesn't feel like work and you're doing what you love with the people that you love like what is that what is that how do you feel right now as i as i share that it's ah that's everything it's like all i want you know and it's possible and i think the first step is realizing that it is possible and the steps to get there it's going to be different for everyone but it is possible and it's worth it it's worth it it's going to be scary it's going to be hard people are going to continue to kind of shove you in different directions put you in different boxes and you might have to go off the beaten path for a bit but it's going to be worth it because as you slowly start to step in in alignment with those values show up as the true version of yourself it's going to be a mirror and you're going to attract those people and you're going to attract that life and that's the path that i'm seeking and that i'm on right now so i just i'm feeling it man i'm feeling it that's a, that was a passionate one that was a passionate one all right i'm gonna wrap it there thank you all for tuning in as always if you're digging this if you're vibing with this like comment rate subscribe review tell your friends tell your family tell your loved ones y'all can check me out on instagram at larkin underscore andrew or check me out on my website at andrewlarkin.me and remember y'all small act of kindness for you for others it makes the world go round we need it now more than ever Hug a loved one. Give a nice bear hug. Human touch is so healing. High five yourself because you are deserving. You are worthy. You are brave. You are strong. You are worthy. You are beautiful and brave and courageous. And you are enough. You are enough. You are enough. You are enough. And always, always, always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.